0: Hey everyone, and welcome to your daily dose of Healing to Shift, where the goal is to heal our souls and to transform our minds so we can transform our lives. This is truly a self-love journey, and it starts with you. Hi, ladies. Happy Monday. How was everyone's weekend? I hope everyone's weekend went really well, and I hope everyone had a restful weekend. It's always nice when you can just use the weekend to relax and unwind, spend time with family, and just prepare your mind and your body for the week. So I wanted to talk to you guys about a topic that is uh, one I felt the need to put together because of questions that I get asked about this topic and the topic is waiting on the one what you can do while waiting for your God chosen mate. All right, so I get asked this question a lot. Why are you still single or don't you want to get married again? And I'm not opposed to love, nor am I opposed to the thought of getting married again. But what I am opposed to is settling or ending up with the wrong man because I chose my mate for myself rather than uh, allowing God to choose for me. So I don't know about y'all ladies, but I have a history of picking the wrong companion for myself, and this has led me to two failed marriages. So this go around, I decided to just be extremely careful, especially because it's not just about me anymore. It's about my daughter as well. Many of us have a history of relationships that did not turn out well. We have either settled because of fear of being alone or simply because we wanted companionship. Maybe we ended up with the wrong person because our attraction was based more on the physical rather than the person at heart. Or maybe like myself, you didn't know your worth. Whatever the case was, if you have decided that you are tired of the dead end relationships that aren't going anywhere and that lack substance, and you have made the decision to wait on God for your spouse, because that's the goal here, right? Then listen, I applaud you, because it ain't easy. Now, the way can be a struggle, ladies, especially when you see others around you falling in love so effortlessly and getting married. But I have learned that the way is a period of reinventing and growth. And what I mean by this is the person you desire to be with from his love for God, his qualities, character, love for his family and moral and spiritual ethics has to be aligned with yours. The way is an opportunity for us to develop the qualities, character, moral and spiritual ethics and the love for God that we desire and need in a spouse. Now, the wait is also a time for us to think deeply about the qualities we need and desire in our mate when it comes to our children. And a good way to reveal those things is by journaling. Journaling helps to highlight where your focus or attention is and gives you the opportunity to do some self-reflecting. When you journal, you can go back and reread it as many times as you need to and make any necessary adjustments you need to make. The key is to be truthful and don't feel bad about your truths, ladies, because it's only in those truths where you will know what improvements you need to make within yourself and your mindset. For example, I have a prayer journal entry titled Future Husband and another one titled Wife that is very, very detailed. Sometimes I add more stuff to it. But what's interesting, when I first wrote my Future Husband journal entry, there were qualities that I needed to fine tune and work on developing within myself that I hadn't mentioned in my wife journal entry. And this is the ugly but beautiful truth. Our spirit has to match what we desire and need in order to align us with our mate or, as the scriptures say, be evenly yoked. This requires honest self-evaluation and recognition of the fact that you may have to make some adjustments and some changes because we're not perfect. But when you do, you will realize how reinventing yourself plays a vital role in attracting the right mate. Having similar beliefs, morals, ambitions, and aspirations is important because it makes a relationship operate more smoothly. There is less tug of war because the foundation is evenly yoked. Now, the weight is also... An empowering moment, ladies, because it's in this weight that you learn things about yourself and you become more confident, more aware of your wonderful and beautiful qualities and attributes, more self-aware of who you are and what you have to offer, which will make you less likely to make the mistake of settling or choosing unwisely. And this is what has happened to me during my waiting season and Um, I'm still in a waiting season, but in this waiting season of mine, I have learned my superpowers. I know what qualities I possess. I have worked hard at becoming a woman of substance, so I'm not settling for nothing that does not yoke with my qualities and attributes. All right, so here are some things to consider when you're journaling. First off, I believe putting what we desire and need on paper makes it more real. It makes it a reality. It's a written reminder of the reasons why we have chosen to wait on God and the stance we made not to settle. It also helps us to evaluate ourselves. Are the qualities and traits we are asking God to bless us with in a mate, superficial, spiritual, or realistic? Do we match those qualities and traits or do we need to work on developing them or maturing them? What will we need out of our mate to make for a loving and seamless transition for our children? So I hope you guys see where I'm going with this because journaling helps to reveal the truth and will help you to clarify what you are looking for and what you need to work on. For example, when I first wrote my future husband journal entry, as I mentioned earlier, I was very detailed. But as I was being approached by men interested in me and when I started talking to some of them, I realized that there were more qualities and traits that I needed to add to my list. This is why journaling is so awesome ladies because as I mentioned earlier, you can go back and make any necessary adjustments to it. Also, something I hadn't mentioned, which I don't think is superficial unless we make that our only focus, are physical attributes. Now, for the people out there who say looks don't matter, listen, more power to y'all because they matter to me. Now, I'm not saying he has to be music video fine, but I want the qualities and traits I need and desire wrapped up in a nice package. All right? All right. And so this makes me think of this one guy I was talking to for a little bit. Um, slowly but surely, he was crossing off several of the qualities that was on my journal entry, but his external package wasn't right for me. And I'm just being real, ladies. My attraction is not only based on internal, mental, spiritual, and intellectual. Intellectual. I have to be physically attracted to him as well. Health and dental care are major pet peeves of mine, and there's nothing wrong with that. And the reason why I'm mentioning all of this to to you ladies is to let y'all know that I believe God is understanding in regards to that. And he's also understanding in regards to so many other qualities and attributes we, we desire. So don't hold back from mentioning them. Now, I went back to my prayer journal and I mentioned minds. I went back to my journal entry and I wrote about the external. In regards to myself, I wrote that I needed to be more vocal about what I will and will not tolerate and get out of this mind frame that I could overlook some shortcomings. The fact of the matter is, I can't, and most of us can't and shouldn't, because some of those shortcomings are detrimental to our spirituality emotions, mindset, and values. I also wrote that I needed to be open-minded in welcoming someone into my daughter's life as well as mine's. I also worked on getting rid of the fears I had about marriage because, as I stated earlier, I've had two failed marriages, so there were definitely some fears there. Okay, so to give you ladies an ideal of what I'm talking about. I'm going to share some things from my future husband journal entry. I'm not going to share all of it because only you know what you need and I want each of you ladies to write it down, but I do want to give you ladies an ideal of how you can write it out and what to write about. I also want you to write like you're writing to God, make it out similar to that of a letter and make it personable. When you make it personable, it makes it more real. And that's the goal. We want to write and speak our mate into existence. Okay, I'm going to share what I believe is common amongst us and what we desire and need. And keep in mind, I wrote it in the form of a letter to God. So here it goes. Dear God and loving father, I pray for a better father for my daughter, a father who is spiritual, fears you. Is respectful, honest, caring, kind, maltempered, loving, patient, trustworthy, hardworking, a good listener, respects your law, takes being a spiritual head seriously, is not a hypocrite, has spiritual goals, is wise, willing to take advice, is constantly trying to better himself, loves and respects his family is willing to accept counsel, humble, slow about speaking, and quick to listen, observant, attentive, has a good personality and a sense of humor, soft-spoken, understanding, patient, is not a pervert, does not live a double life, loves children, caring, nurturing, is constantly seeking spiritual knowledge, is constantly growing spiritually, prays constantly, prays with his family, leads in prayer, is not a complainer, speaks positive and is optimistic, is clean physically, clean mentally, clean spiritually, does not boast, gives compliments, is soft-hearted, Willing to communicate, is constantly wanting to be used by you, God, and enjoys it. Seeks your counsel and guidance first before making decisions. Seeks my input after yours before making decisions. Keeps his word, has a balanced view of money, is responsible with money, is a hard worker, a provider, will see past my hurt and pain, will see the good in me, will see the love in me, will love my daughter and I unconditionally will help me raise summer to love you father and to have faith in you. All right, ladies, I know that was a lot, but that's not nearly close to everything I had wrote. And I adjusted it for this podcast. But for some reason, I feel compelled to share as much as I did with y'all. But regardless, Be specific and detailed. For example, when I mentioned that I wanted him to seek God's counsel and guidance first before making a decision, I followed up by saying, I want him to seek my input after God's before making a decision. Now, this is very important to me because marriage is a threefold cord, and I want the same honor and respect that I will give to him given to me. Now, I got to mention a scripture, ladies, because That's who I am. And the scripture for today is Psalms 37, verse four. But let me just say this real quick. I go uh, between the New King James Version as well as newer translations because I just wanted to choose a Bible that um, was common amongst many people as well as easy to understand. But definitely compare the scriptures out of your own copy of the Bible and also compare with other Bibles. Like do do a fact check. Okay, so Psalms 37 verse four says, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I will leave that for your own interpretation. Well, ladies, this ends our chat for today. Stay encouraged. And remember, together we are strong. So let's support and uplift each other. And if you like what you are hearing, please leave a five-star review and be sure to follow me on Instagram at BearItAllMommy. See you ladies next week.